America. This is Mark Gunnigan, your host, and this is The Daily Answer. As my wife and I have been traveling, we have spent a couple of winters in Florida and walking around in some wooded and swampy areas, I have kept my eye peeled for snakes and gators. I remember that we were outside of Kings Canyon National Park at the Visitor Center and I was backing into a spot and so I went back there to pull a picnic cable back a little farther so I could get in the spot deeper and lo and behold as I pulled back that picnic table I did not look underneath it and a big snake come rushing out uh ended up being like a gopher snake but the markings on its back also looked like a rattlesnake to me and he went one way and I went the other way I am not a fan. I have not, and I'm not a fan of snakes. Well, last year back in June, when we came back to Oregon for the first time, we came through Eastern Oregon and I was able to visit my cousin outside of Baker City. And she is the only remaining sibling of my dad's only sister. And basically the only cousin I had have left on the Dunnigan side of the family. She reminded me of the story that I mentioned in the premiere episode of this podcast, Punky and the Biscuit, which often was told in the family, became part of the family lore and connected with when her and a mom killed the rattlesnake in the front yard. Now, this time though, This time I heard the story from my cousin, and I think it's the first time that I heard her version of the story. And I think that's really important. Um, I, I know by the time that my mom was telling me about her and my dad, my dad had already passed away. And so I would get things from her perspective, but I would never get it from I never got it from my dad's perspective she would say like well your dad never really liked going to the beach he liked the mountains instead it could be that he did not like the Oregon coast because he had been stationed in Hawaii and the South Pacific lived in Pensacola and also Long Beach could be that he really just didn't like a colder coastal climate I'm not sure but it it reminds me of a proverb uh, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 17 which says The first to plead his cause seems right until another comes and examines him. And just the importance of getting both sides. Uh, Heads up the preachers out there as you're counseling couples. um, I really like the rule of thumb that when one of the people come to you and start unloading their problems that and is looking for advice, that you might say, well, assuming what you said, assuming what you told me is true. And I really like that because it kind of alerts them that, you know, okay, I'm just hearing your side of the story right now. I don't know absolutely if it's true or not. uh, And I'm interested in truth. And so assuming what you told me is true. And I like that perspective. Also, don't make any judgments until you've heard the other side of the story as well. And when you get both of the parties together, that's crucial. You want to hear all the information. 
so it's interesting to get kind of the full perspective on things. And so I appreciated being with my my cousin, spending about a day or so with her and hearing, kind of hearing the rest of the story. So over the years, I'd always heard that my uh, my cousin had placed the Winchester Short 22 on my aunt's shoulder and shot the shot the shot the head of the snake off. Now I heard it without any interruptions from my mom, without inter any interruptions from my aunt. I just heard it from my cousin's perspective. So this is the way that my cousin tells the story. And some of this information I'd never heard before. So leading up to this, she was studying at the kitchen table one night with her then boyfriend. And she suddenly heard her cat outside making some strange noises. She got up from the table, investigated, and found that her cat had encountered a large rattlesnake. The cat had been bitten and the cat was there dying. Okay, and that's when she proceeded to grab the rifle that was always above the door going out to the carport and to go out and take care of the snake. Now, her mom went out with her and it was dark and the snake is coiled up and angry in the yard. But my cousin's angry as well because the snake has just killed her cat. The cat is, or the cat maybe might be dead yet, but is dying. And for all practical purposes, um, that snake has killed something that she's loved. And her mom knelt down and my cousin used her shoulder as a gun rest. Now, my cousin then added that her mom was holding the flashlight, but <laughs> her mom was so nervous that the 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 beam from the flashlight was moving around too much and so my cousin with one hand grabbed her mom's hand which the flashlight rested and steadied it like and brought it over to the snake and with the other hand held the gun drew a bead and just blew off the head of the snake lesson learned don't mess with cats who belong to women who love their cats and can shoot you want to i mean you want a woman that loves you and cooks for you and takes care of you you want a woman who's gonna you know handle your money wisely and appreciate your hard work you're gonna have a woman you want a woman who also wants to be able to be a great example to your children and to help you bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. You want a woman like that. But you also want a woman who can drive a tent peg through the skull of the enemy if she needs to. You also want a woman in life that can help you deal with the snakes and primarily with the ultimate serpent out there that you're up against. Now, my cousin comes back inside after all of that. I mean, the cat has made this horrible noise. She gets it from the table. Her mom goes out with her. I mean, there's been a gunshot outside. <laughs> hello, hello. And the boyfriend, during this entire episode, is at the kitchen table. I mean, I mean, I mean, you've heard a gunshot. You, 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 she's left. She's grabbed a rifle. She's gone outside, etc. And he looks up from the table and says, 
So what was that all about? Now, I'm not sure what Linda said to him, if she said anything, but she told me what she was thinking at the moment. She looks at him and in her mind says, time to get a new boyfriend. It's sad to lose your cat and it's unnerving to run into a rattlesnake. Um, I've run into at least two rattlesnakes in my lifetime once, I don't know, I might have been 10 years old. We were taking a, we, we went across, we went across and we went through the Deschutes River and up to uh, some rim rocks on the other side of the hill. And as I came up on a rock, there was a rattlesnake right there and I jumped over it. And then it wasn't that long ago, we were over, um, oh, maybe five, six years ago, hiking around Smith Rock. And lo and behold, there's a rattlesnake right in the middle of the trail. So I ran into at least two rattlesnakes during my lifetime. And th that is, that's unnerving, particularly when you have this elastic thing that can reach out and, you know, like spring feet at you and has fangs and, and has poison in it and, you know, can strike you. And uh, I don't know, snakes just... I, I think it's in the eyes. I think it's in the eyes. Snakes have an inherent sinister look to me. They're like sharks. It, it, it's like the difference between sharks and dolphins. Sharks always have this look of, I hate you. And I want to destroy you. And dolphins always have this look of, hey, let's have fun. <laughs> Dolphins have a perpetual smile on their face, and snakes have a perpetual frown on their face. Um, or sharks have a professional frown on their face as well as do uh, snakes. They, I don't know, sharks and snakes, to me, they're just in the same basic category. So it is sad to lose your cat. It's unnerving to run into the rattlesnake. But if in the process of all that, you learn that your boyfriend is basically basically worthless, then it's been worth a valuable lesson learned. The good news about the rattlesnakes and other troubles in life is they clearly reveal the usefulness or character of the people with, with what you've surrounded yourself at that moment. Can you depend upon them? Um, is that a wise network that you've built or 1 Corinthians 15, 33, the warning is evil companionships corrupt good morals. And you might say lazy companionships or, 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 or people that are just going to be like not there in a fight. That's not good as well. Uh, my cousin needed a real man for there would be bigger snakes to deal with in life. And she needed someone she could count upon in a fight. Uh, I mean, marriage, marriage, my friend, is about picking someone who will have your back in a knockdown, drag out brawl, a wrestling match. And I'm just impressed there in Ephesians chapter six, where it talks about we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, that that's not a that's not a battle there where you have like artillery and it's it's, you know, the enemy is miles away and you don't see them and you're just kind of lobbing things. no. That the imagery there of Ephesians chapter 6 and the armor given you of Ephesians chapter 6 is like very close 
hand-to-hand combat. It's a wrestling match. It's where you can feel and hear the opponent breathing and smell them and etc. That's how close you are to them. For the devil's going to throw or attempt to throw the kitchen sink at you. Always good to learn what relationships, friendships are valuable. And, and what relationships can take a drain on you. And you don't want relationships that can take a drain on you. So, decades later, boyfriend who was at the table. Well, what was that all about? Well, that was all about discovering that you are pretty useless when it comes to killing the snakes of life. That's what that was all about. See you later. Yes, marry someone smart, cute, good smelling, pleasant, and so on. But also pick that person who can help you kill the snakes. When you're up against the snakes, you want the person that you can depend upon. I will be there. I will give you my shoulder. I will hold the flashlight, but we're taking down this snake together. Marry that person. Well, this is Mark Dunnigan for The Daily Answer. Until next time, we'll see you in the funny papers.